I'm really looking forward to listening to Alan's sermon about the teaching of Jesus and specifically the theme drinking from Christ, which is based on John chapter 7, verses 37 to 39. I will start reading from verse 33. Jesus said, I am with you for only a short time. And then I'm going to the one who sent me. You will look for me, but you will not find me. And where I am, you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, Where does this man intend to go that we cannot find him? Will he go where a people live scattered among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What did he mean when he said, You will look for me, but you will not find me? And where I am, you cannot come. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the Spirit had not been given, since Jesus had not yet been glorified. The word of the Lord. Well, we welcome you today to Western Park Baptist Church as we are closing in on the end of the summertime. So we hope that you've had a chance to get away, get a break. Uh, we have been out west uh, for a couple of weeks uh, in the area of Tofino, and it was always lovely, of course, to hear the ocean and uh, to see some stars and enjoy the sand. So that was great, and now we're back. Today we begin uh, a series on uh, who is Jesus. We want to reflect on some pieces from the Gospel of John, and it asks us to think about who is Christ. So is Jesus um, mainly a, a, an excellent teacher who um, guides us in how to live a good life, a moral life? Is that uh, what he's about? Is it so he can teach us how to handle the challenges, uh, particularly suffering? Or does Jesus do more than that? And of course, the Gospel of John is teaching us, as Jesus says, that he comes to give us uh, life. And so we want to require, we want to think through some of the uh, questions about who is Christ. And so today we begin um, with looking at John 7. And to help us here, when Jesus says, come to me, all you who thirst, we, we want to see the context, because in this situation, it actually makes a big difference. So just for a moment, what is the context? What's going on um, when it says on the last day of the festival, Jesus stood up and said, all ye who are thirsty, come to me and drink. So when it says on the last day of the festival, it's reminding us that this is one of the great festivals of Israel. There were three. We know of uh, Passover, Pentecost, and Sukkot, which is also known as the uh, Festival of Booths or Tabernacles. Uh, Sukkot comes from Sukkah, which is the tent. And you remember uh, this festival, people lived outside for a week and they told stories of faith and it was really a reflection on God's provision 
through Israel through the time of the desert experience for 40 years. And so people would give thanks to God for what he has done. So what is interesting, though, in this uh, great festival is that there was a water ceremony. And the water ceremony was that a priest would go from the temple, go to the pool of Siloam, which had an underground spring that actually came from outside the city through a tunnel and came up in the pool of Siloam. And the priest would go to this pool, fill up a pitcher of water, and then bring it back and pour it uh, into a, uh, a pipe that spilled onto the altar. And he would, first of all, walk around the altar and then pour the water. So it was a water ceremony. And it symbolized God's provision for the people as the festival was all about. Each day in the festival, that's what the priest did. But on the great day, on the last day of the festival, something special happened and the priest would go through the whole thing, but this time would walk around the altar seven different times, seven times, and then pour the water. So it's on this day when this ceremony took place and all the people know about it. It's, it's a great uh, thanks to God for his provision over the years, one of gratitude and thankfulness, uh, being grateful to God that Jesus stands up and he makes this statement uh, that whoever is thirsty, come and drink from me. Particularly, it reads, on the last day of the festival, the great day, note, while Jesus was standing there, he cried out, let anyone who is thirsty come to me. So the people understand what's going on through the whole week, and then Jesus makes this uh, statement to the image of the water pouring, come and drink from me. So that's the context, which says something in this situation. So as we look at this unit, we're going to look at it in four words, and the first one is thirsty. So Jesus says, who is thirsty? Let all who are thirsty, Jesus says. So it's for everybody, not just for the Jewish community, but for all the people, all the nations, everyone in the world, for us. All who are thirsty, come to me and drink. And so thirst here uh, symbolizes more than physical thirst. Remember, Jesus talks to the woman at the well in John 4 and says, hey, I can give you water so you'll never thirst again. And so it's obviously not talking just about physical thirst, but talking about a spiritual thirst, a longing for something more, a search for meaning, purpose, and hope, not to be satisfied simply by living on the surface of things, always living in distraction, only wanting our immediate needs met, but to go deeper. And that's what Jesus is referring to. Let's go deeper. And if you want to go deeper and have questions about God and relating to God in your experience in this holistic way, then come to me and drink. So who is thirsty? That's the first question. And so it asks us, Jesus is asking us to think about what do we really want? Do we want simply to have lots of money? Do we want to have simply a good job? I want to live in a nice house. I want to drive a big car, whatever it might be, things that are okay in themselves. But is that where we limit our thinking to? And Jesus is saying, no, let's go a little deeper than that. What are we thirsty for? The first question. Psalmist speaks about it as a deer longs for flowing streams. 
So my soul longs for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and behold the face of God? Thirsty. The psalmist is not just talking about spiritual thirst. I mean, physical thirst, it's something deeper than that. Am I thirsty? Am I longing to know God and experience God? That's where Jesus begins. So if you are in that situation, he says, then let's come. Come to me. Let anyone come to me. He makes this appeal to everyone. There are no restrictions. Everybody, you can come to me and you can learn and drink at a deeper level. That's what Jesus is saying. So we're all invited to come. We're all invited to come and listen to Jesus and what he's saying to us and to grow as we hear his words. Stay close to the fire. One of the experiences we had out in Tofino, at night we made some fires. And you know, it's a big beach and the sky was full of stars. We make this tiny little fire and you think, well, that doesn't produce so much heat. But actually, if you're close to it, Sure enough, heat's coming from that fire. But you've got to be close if you're going to feel it. If you're 20 feet away, you're not going to feel the heat. And so the th thing Jesus is saying, come to me. Stay close to me. He says in a later place, abide in me. And as you do that, you will begin to hear and experience more about what life is about at a deeper level. So it's interesting that in the Jewish community, thirsting, Drinking was a metaphor for wisdom. So when Jesus says, come and hear and listen to me, it's a, it's a statement, drink from me. The people got that. Come and hear the words of Jesus. Listen to his wisdom as a prophet. Hear what he's saying. He's got good things to say to us that we need to hear. So the writer of Proverbs says, the words of the mouth are deep waters. The fountain of wisdom is a gushing stream. There's all kinds of references like that that speak about water, flowing water, streams as wisdom. So Jesus says, whoever is thirsty, come to me. And the first level of understanding is that we can hear his words, hear his wisdom, Israel had a great wisdom tradition. Jesus is speaking within that. He's, he told all kinds of parables. Wisdom, hear my parables, hear my words, learn from me. That's where Jesus begins. Thirsty, come. And the third one we see is then, will you drink? Jesus goes on, and let the one who believes in me drink. As the scripture has said, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. So again, drinking, thirsting, coming, drinking. Drink from me. So what does that mean when Jesus says, drink from me? Well, one level, it's hearing the words of wisdom that he's saying, but it also goes to a deeper level because you know it says in verse 38, we do so by believing, by believing. As the scripture has said, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. We drink by believing. We drink by saying yes. So what that means, Jesus is saying, as we go to God, there is a call for faith. Believing, saying yes. So we see the world. We see the universe. We see all these millions of stars, millions of galaxies, the beauty of God's world. To not say, well, I don't know anything about this. 
The Bible is saying when we see this, this is an invitation to know God, to believe in God, to have faith. And Jesus is saying, yes, have faith in me, that God has sent me to speak to you words of wisdom and also something deeper than that, to give you life. Out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water to dig deep, to drill into Jesus, to drink from him. So specifically, what does that mean? Well, believing points to faith. And so verse 39, John the evangelist adds a statement to clarify what Jesus is saying. He says this in verse 39. Now he said this about the spirit which believers in him were to receive. For as yet there was no spirit because Jesus was not yet glorified. So Jesus makes this statement and then John adds a statement to explain what he's saying. Come believing, come in faith. And then John says, when you do that, believing in Jesus means receiving his spirit. So the reference to the spirit. We receive the spirit and the spirit then comes, note, after Jesus has been glorified. The spirit had not come yet because Jesus was not yet glorified, the end of verse 39. Glorified means Jesus' life, Jesus' death, Jesus' resurrection, Jesus' ascension to the Father. All of that is what glorification means. Jesus is glorified. He's accomplished his work. He's returned to God, to the Father. And so faith goes with what Christ has done through the Spirit. The Spirit comes to us, and that happens because of what Jesus has done. That is what drinking is about. Drinking is not just receiving the wisdom of Christ, but receiving the presence of Christ through his Holy Spirit because Christ sends the Spirit to us. So who is Jesus, we ask? Well, is Jesus simply a good teacher, a guide for us on how to live our lives? John is saying, no, it's way more than that because Jesus has acted in a way so that we receive his spirit. John 15 says that Jesus abides in us and we are to abide in him. Jesus comes into us. He comes in to give us life. Why? Because he has the ability to give us life through his work on the cross, through his resurrection, all of that wonderful sacrificial love that Christ gives to us. That's what we are to drink in. So who is Jesus? Well, Jesus, as John says, is far more than a moral teacher, one who gives wisdom, like the prophets of old. More than that. Jesus comes to give you life, to give me life, eternal life. Death is not the end. However close you may be to that point, maybe real close, maybe far away, but beyond that, there is life. There is eternal life in Jesus because of what he has done. That's what Jesus is saying. That's what he means when he says, drink from me. That's what we do when we have communion once a month. We eat and we drink because we are reminding ourselves that we have life in Christ. So thirsty, come, drink. And then finally, the reference to flowing waters. I like that statement. Out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. In the Middle East, there's a difference between still water and flowing water. And flowing water, they called living water. 
And living water was fresh water. It was tasty. It was right there for us. It hadn't gone stale. It's about living water. And Jesus says he comes to give us living water. And it's living water that flows to us. And what John is saying is that we are called to drink Jesus into our lives every day. It's an ongoing experience. It's not just a conversion experience in the past. We continue to drink Jesus into our lives. That's the whole point. He continues to flow into us. And so we ask ourselves then, if Jesus has done all this for me, am I drinking Jesus in? Am I staying close to him? Stay close to the fire? Keep drinking in? Receiving the Spirit? Walk in the Spirit each day? That means being open to Christ in our experience here, here and now, the end of August 2020, still in COVID times, am I drinking in Jesus, looking to him, or am I living on the surface simply a life of distraction? That's what he's asking. And not only that, does Jesus come to us, but the water also flows through us to others. Note, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Out of our hearts, the water flows to other people. So we can then become a conduit that brings life to others. You can bring life to your children, spiritual life. You can bring life to your friends. Parents, you can bring life to others. Children to parents. It goes all around. We become a conduit bringing the water of Christ to others. Farrell says we move from the I of live for myself, ego, to the O of love, the O of reaching out to others. So right here, we're called to, to be partners with God, instruments of God, letting his water flow through us to others. It's a beautiful statement. So overall, in this unit, as we begin this series, we see thirsting, we see coming, we see drinking, we see flowing. Jesus' work in you, Jesus' work in me at a very deep level, not just surface, but way down, 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 even into your unconscious. Jesus is moving way down and the Spirit starts to bubble things up in your life and my life, calling us to certain things, bringing certain things to awareness, Areas where we want to change, the Spirit's working in us, just bubbling up, bubbling up, bubbling up. Rob and I were in a place a few years ago in Dominica, and they had a site, it's a, Dominica's a big mountain, and there's a site called Champagne. And when you dive Champagne, there are bubbles coming up from the underground volcano, the heat just bubbling up all the time. So when you're making that dive, the bubbles are coming up. You put your hand down into the sand, it's nice and hot, hot. And the water and the air keeps bubbling up to the surface, just like a champagne bottle all over. The bubbles are bubbling up. And that's what Jesus wants to do with us through his Holy Spirit. Keep bubbling up in us all the time into our hearts and our minds so that we mature in our faith and not only that, we pass that on to others so that they may also know the gift of life. It's not about becoming a Christian in the sense of a label, taking on a label. That has nothing to do with it. It's that you might know eternal life, 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 and your friends can know life. 
And the world might know life, which is love, and the whole place becomes better because Jesus is working in us. So thirsting, coming, drinking, flowing, I pray that you will hear these words and you'll go back and read them. Ask Jesus to teach you what that might say to you in your life. And I pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen.